0: You are tuned in to the NFL Drop Bible Players Spotlight
1: Show. Yo, stop. Are y'all ready for the jam? I said, are y'all ready for the jam? Yo, G, kick it. Jam. Oh, jam. Jam. And now we're going to welcome in today's star... Of the show of the NFL Draft Bible Player Spotlight Show. He is Natrell Jamerson of Wisconsin. We welcome him in on the Defiance Fuel Water Hotline right now. Hey, Natrell, welcome to the show. Let me just introduce you to our listening audience. Natrell Jamerson, uh, Wisconsin do it all defensive back. This man came as a wide receiver. He converted to cornerback. He's played nickelback. He's played safety. He's played special teams. Natrell, is there anything you don't do, my man?
0: Knock nah, I can do it all, man. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, listen, you know, I got to start off with the uh the Orange Bowl because you know, one of my favorite moments of the whole bowl season was your head coach Paul Christ, you know, against Miami in Miami, mm-hmm. big 34-24 victory and turnover chain my ass. It was just, you know, one yeah. of the highlights for me. So, <laughs> take us through the spotlight, the big stage. A lot of people did not think that you were even going to win the game, and I believe that you guys dominated from start to finish. Your thoughts?
0: Yeah, um, that game, it was great. You know, the whole the whole bowl experience down there in Miami, you know, it was great. You know, the whole team, we all enjoyed our stay down there. And um, as far as the game, you know, we we went into the game you knowing we were going to win. You know, we knew that we had to make a physical game all four quarters, and, you know, that's what it was. So we just, um, you know, offense was rolling, all cylinders. defense was as well. But you know, we gave a, a couple of big plays, but, you know, outside of that, you know, we had a, a very sound game. And, you know, it was fun, you know, my, uh, being my last college game with those guys, uh, I made it. I made the best of it.
1: Yeah, and, you know, Miami, always known for their speed, always got speedy players at the skill positions, and you yourself bringing some speed to the table. So it was some speed on speed crime there in the orange bowl of course you guys came out victorious 13 and one this season uh under head yeah. coach paul christ talk about that transition though from head coach gary anderson to coach christ uh obviously a transition and you being you know an older player on the team having to guide some of the underclassmen through that transition what was it like
0: um you no know, it was it was a new experience for me you know uh, going into college, I never really thought about the whole the whole possibility of a, a new coaching staff. But you know, once it happened, you know, I just we just had I just had to adjust to it. And um, uh, you know, we that was uh going in that was just after my freshman year that season. So all the all us all us freshman guys, you know, we uh we gathered in the dorm just to talk about you know what we expect and things like that. And you know, then when the coaches came in, you know, they wel they welcomed us, we welcomed them. You know, um, we we listened to what they had to say, they listened to to what we had to say as well because they're coming in to a place that we are already at. Um, you know, Coach Chris and all the guys that he brought in, you know, they're they're great coaches, you know. Um, I don't think there's not I don't think there's one coach that a player doesn't like, you know. um they all they're all great guys, they know what they're doing, so they you know, thirteen to one, you know, we can't get can't get too much better than that.
1: No doubt about it. And one of those great coaches is your defensive coordinator, Jim Leonard, who I thought was one of the more underrated defensive coordinators this past season. You guys played extremely well. Uh, especially in that secondary unit, one of the best secondaries in the country, in my opinion, and who better to learn from than Jim Leonard? I mean, I remember this guy playing, and he was always like a coach on the field, so it's no surprise that he got into coaching. But, you know, talk about a gritty player. This guy was a walk-on at Wisconsin, went on to the NFL, played a decade in the league. I mean, take us through what it's like to play for Coach Leonard.
0: No, Coach Leonard is a great guy, you know, in our, in our DB meeting room, you know, he is never, it is never too serious. You know, we, we handle our business, we handle our business, of course, but, you know, Coach Leonard, he jokes and plays with us just like he's one of, just one of the players, you um, know, like, it's not just like that with, um, just the DB, it's like that with, with all the players on the team, you know, everybody knows Coach Leonard and, um, you know, he, he's a wizard, you know, he, he knows it all, um, from techniques to calls and, all all the type of things and you know it's it's been work it's worked this past season. You know, we had a great defensive year. Um so it's you not know, just taking I try to take all the knowledge I can for coach because, you know he he's been in the he's been in the league for ten years, you know, it's a long time. And, you know, he he know he knows it. So if he's telling me I'm gonna listen to it.
1: Yeah, definitely a smart player, smart coach. He actually lasted a few few years extra than he probably should have in the league. Not not the most impressive measurable guys by any means, but just the smarts uh, and that that gritty tenacity. And that's rubbed off on uh, that, that Badgers defense. Now let's talk a little bit about your journey to where you are now, obviously playing free safety mm-hmm. and doing a damn good job of it. Uh, in fact, you know, pro football focus says 516 snaps without a missed tackle, which is incredible. Uh, 49 tackles on the year, 31 tackles against the run. You know, what's it like as opposed to being a safety compared to a corner? The past two seasons, did you feel comfortable making that transition at safety? And how much do you like playing safety versus cornerback? Do you have a preference?
0: Hmm. Um, No, I, I don't think I really have a preference. No, as long as I'm out there on the field making plays, no, I'm all good. But um, the transition, it was, it was different, you know, especially coming from corner where there's always, there's always a guy in your face, you know, perhaps him for the most part, then moving back to free safety where you see the whole field and having to make the call for the whole defense and things like that. You know, that was, that was probably the biggest, biggest adjustment for me. Um, but I had a good spring at safety. So by the time that fall camp rolled around and I was, I was, I was still, I was still new to the position, you know, um. But from fall camp and beginning to see season, I started to get more comfortable, and you know, I got my feet wet more than you know. It was kind of it was it was more natural, so you know, it wasn't it wasn't too bad of um too big of a uh, uh, position change for me.
1: Natrel Jamerson Wisconsin free safety, do it all, extraordinaire, special <laughs> teams uh, cornerback. Hey, you wanna throw him on wide receiver, he's got experience doing it all, jam on it <laughs> is uh the name of the day today. So uh Natro, you know, listen, when I watch you, I see a guy that's really fast. I think um, in terms of speed and strength, I think I would I would stack you up against any defensive back in the entire draft class and uh love the the amount of ground you're able to cover, especially in, in zone and then, you know, the get-off blocks, and like we, we discussed, you know, helping out in that run game, I mean, you are, you know, the modern-day defensive back where, you know, these guys now in the NFL, they're asked to do it all. They're, you know, no more days of the Deion Sanders, you know, kind of just shy away from the tackle, not to diss on Deion, but, hmm. you know, you're, you're getting after it. You're getting physical, but let's hear you explain your style of play and – you know, what scouts can expect to see when they pop in game film, if somebody's tuned in, listening, hearing about you for the first time. Give us a little taste from the horse's mouth, my man.
0: <laughs> um, you know, I, I'll describe myself as a versatile player. You know, I'll play corner, play nickel, play safety, special teams, just all four phases, you know, I can do it all. So any way anywhere, anywhere they want to put me on the field, see me on the field, you know, I can do it, no, no question about it. Um, my speed and strength. You know, there's, no, there's not going to be anybody on the field that's going to outrun me. You know, um, there's not going to be you no know, anyone on the field that fits with physical. You know, I work out with the the linemen, so you know the the strength is there as well as well as the speed. So anywhere, any just ask ask for it and I can do it. So <laughs> that's easy to do. Yeah. Get.
1: Well, there's no doubt in my mind. Uh, I think you're going to surprise some folks. You know, I've, I've I've looked around and seen what people think you're going to run, and what I think you're going to run is going to maybe surprise some people. So we're looking forward to that. But yeah, you mentioned you work out with the the defensive line. You're known to be a weight room junkie, uh, from my understanding. <laughs> so you know, just some impressive numbers. What are you benching these days, Natro?
0: Um, the last time I maxed out on bench, I got four or five.
1: Four hundred five, and I I think you you hit five 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 on the squat, right?
0: Squat, yeah,
1: yep. So five hundred and fifty plus pounds. I mean, you're bringing it to the weight room. You're working out with the defensive linemen, showing them a thing or two. So, uh, again, <laughs> you know, I don't want to put any pressure on you. As far as I know, the the combine record for a defensive back on the two twenty five reps is thirty two back in two thousand and nine kevin Ellison uh so I don't want to apply any more pressure than you already have, but I'm just throwing that <laughs> number out there to you, h trail now listen, hey, did you get invited to the east west Shrine game yes i did that's a that's a great uh that's a great stepping stone so first off, congratulations, I thought I did see that, and I wanted to make sure so now. What Thank do you have, yeah, what do you have, uh, what kind of mindset going down to St. Petersburg? Um, have you talked about what position they're going to play in the East-West Shrine game? But most importantly, what do you want the scouts to take away from your week of practice at the Shrine game?
0: Um, I, I've never talked to anybody specifically about, you know, what position I'll play in the game. But, you know, as far as the scouts, I just wanted them to see that, you know, I've been – my versatility on the field, you know, no, there's not many safeties that I go and press a slot receiver. You know, I'll, I'll go down and do that easy. Um, you know, just, this whole, this whole game, this whole weekend in the game, you know, I'm just trying to play, play my best and show everybody what I can do.
1: Well, the more you can do, the more valuable you are at the next level. No doubt about that. And, uh, you know, obviously, you're going to get an opportunity. Uh, I don't know if you received the combine invite or not, but you're going to get an opportunity at the Shrine Game, and then at the very least, a, a heavily attended pro day with all the prospects there at Wisconsin. So, mm-hmm. take me through your preparation now with the whole combine training. Obviously, it's a different kind of preparation. It's it's more of a mental preparation, and you're you're you know training to improve your measurables which is a different nature of the beast in terms of, you know, what you're used to getting ready to prepare for an opponent and break down game from now it's more, you know, honing your skills and sharpening technique. And, you know, also the other part of that is, is, is the positional work. I mean, what are, so, what is something, you know, an area of your game or something you're working on and training right now that you're working on trying to get better at an area that you want to improve upon?
0: Um, the, just like you said, um, the techniques, you know, running the forty is not all just just about your speed. You know, it's you have to run in a certain way to get your best speed out of it. Um, then the drills as well. You know, I'm trying to trying to cut down times as much as possible. You know, um, then the the position work as well. You know, make sure I'm smooth and everything. You know, like, make sure everything's good with with the position drills. Got to do those at a combine too. So. You know, just just tighten things up, you know, just trying to get faster and faster and more smooth as I can. And we've
1: got you listed here at about uh, 6 feet tall, 200 pounds. Would you say that's accurate? And then also, you know, what's the target playing weight at the next level? Do you want to stay where you're at? Are you looking to slim down and get faster? Are you looking to bulk up and get
0: stronger? What's your target in terms of
1: playing weight at the next level?
0: Yeah, so those those measurements, that's that's about right. And, um, you know, I, right now I feel comfortable at, at the weight that I'm playing in right now, you know, I don't feel any slower at all. I feel like, I, feel like I've even got faster. But, um, you know, I don't – whatever they want to see me at, that's what I'll be. But for right now, I feel very comfortable where I'm at.
1: All right. Definitely you can tell a team-first mentality, willing to do whatever it takes. And uh, we've got plenty of examples with that. Making the positional switch and – you know, coming as a wide receiver, playing corner, playing special teams and finishing up as one of the top three safeties in the country this past year, take us through the process, how you winded up at Wisconsin, Natrell, uh, how did, you know, coming from Florida, how did you land with the Badgers?
0: Um, you know, it's it's funny because Wisconsin originally started recruiting me because they were looking at one of my high school teammates, they were looking at his highlight tape and you know, they happened to see me on there and then got in contact with my coach again, and you know asked who who's, who's this guy guys feel we want to recruit him too so that's that's how I was constantly on recruiting me and then once i once I took my official visit out there, you know i just I fell in love with it, you know the school and the the- athletic facilities and everything you know, it it felt great to me, so that's I decided I wanted to go and you know that's how that happened.
1: Yeah. And you wind it up at a big time program, a great program. And boy, I just think about all the schools and and football programs in the state of Florida. They missed out on one with you Mm -hmm. and uh, you you turned out to have the last laugh and uh, obviously a successful career and capitalized it with a uh, great season here. Now, a little bit off the field, I see Oklahoma, Florida listed as your hometown. Are you a born and raised Floridian. Did you grow up in Ocala? i never been there. So, I mean, uh, t- tell me a little bit about what it was like
0: growing up there. <laughs> yeah, Ocala. Okay. You know, grew up there my whole life. Uh, all, all 18 years. Uh, you know, it's too much of a big city, you know. It's north central Florida, so like an hour and 15 minutes above Orlando. Um, you know, not, not many people know about it, but if you ever drove through Florida, you drove through it. But, um... You know, it's a, it's a nice place. You know, we're, Ocala is known for horses, um, you know, they breed some, breed some great horses. Um, but that's, you know, kind of the, the overcast of Ocala. Okay.
1: So next time I'm driving through Florida, I'll, I'll stop in Ocala, see if I can get me some horse racing tips, maybe on the next race or something. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, you know, I think I did. You know, driving to Orlando, I think I do remember the highway sign though. So yeah, you're right. We we do we do pass by it. Um, how yeah. about in your spare time? We're talking to Natrel Jamerson, Wisconsin, do it all extraordinaire uh, safety. Jam on it is the phrase of the day that pays. Uh, caller ninety seven <laughs> right now. Uh, take me through what you like to do in your spare time, Natrel, when you're not. Playing football, studying football, watching football. What are some hobbies or activities that you like to do?
0: Um, I just like to have fun, you know. Like last night, because uh, one of my good friends that went to high school, he's um, he's here. Uh, he plays football at uh, University of South Florida example, and uh, we just went bowling last night. You know, just you know, friendly competition. You know, just bowling is very fun. I like bowling. Um, um, Who won? I did. I won,
1: of <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> we can't leave that out. <laughs> of course, right? Yeah. So you know, Nate Trell, it's been uh, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Um, you know, just a couple last questions here. Is there anything that we haven't covered? You know, whether on or off the field, that you would like to let our listening audience know about? So anything we we might not know about you? Any criticisms you've heard about yourself that you didn't think were true or anything at all that, you know, you want to share with us?
0: Um, no, not at all. Not, as, oh, not as, that I can think of right now. You know? Yeah, no worries. I don't That's really, a new
1: question. Yeah. That's a new question I worked in. Just throwing it out there for you. But listen, you know, Uh, We appreciate you calling in and and being patient with us and working through coming on the NFL Draft Bible Player Spotlight. So last one for you. You know, we end every interview with this last question. If I'm an NFL general manager, I want you to tell me why I should draft Natrell Jamerson come April.
0: Um, No, he's a great guy. Not just just a a good football player, he's a great person, you know, He's been raised the right way, goes about things the right way. And, you know, he wants to see everybody win. You know, he'll do anything for his teammates, um, anything the coaches ask him to do, he'll do it, no questions asked. he do it to his best ability.
1: Well, you know, Nate Trell, I had a chance to speak with you here for about 20 minutes or so, and I can definitely attest to that. And I look forward to uh, – Digging into you even further, of course, we're going to have a full in-depth scouting report on on you on the uh, NFLDraftBible.com. We're going to get this interview posted as well. And, you know, again, we appreciate the time, your patience, and uh, I'm sure we'll be chatting between now and April. All right, we appreciate it. Natrell Jamerson, Wisconsin Safety. Listen, file this name in the memory bank right now. If you're a draft Nick and you want to impress your friends on draft day, this is definitely a guy you want to study up on. If you're an NFL scout tuning in and you're not familiar with this player, well, then you weren't doing your job during the season. If you're an NFL GM listening right now, well, listen, I'm going to post his in-depth scouting report. So you will get my take on Natrell Jamerson. Jam on it, baby. This guy is just a machine, uh, a tackling menace. 516 snaps without a missed tackle. That's what you want from one of your safeties in the secondary. Very stout against the run. Again, his get-off on the blocks. And, you know, I I think he's going to run in the 4-4 range. I didn't want to put him on the spot, but I I think he's 4-4 fast. And, you know, you heard him say he can go inside, play down low, cover in the nickel. I know special teams, I think he's even returned kicks so, you know, these are the kind of players that NFL teams look for at the next level. The more you can do, the more valuable you are. Of course, he'll be on display at the East West Shrine game. Uh, we'll have Chris Shanifelt in attendance on location covering the game. Of course, we'll be providing uh, updates on Natrell and all the prospects down in St. Petersburg, Florida. And it'll be almost like a return trip home uh, for Natrell. You heard him talk about Ocala, Florida there. Uh, closer to Orlando than he is the Tampa-St. Pete area, but it'll be uh, a warm welcoming. You know, I can attest to that being here in New Jersey, getting <laughs> hit with the cold. Uh, it'll be a nice switch-up for him. I'm looking forward to going out to Cali, covering the NFL PA Collegiate Bowl. But, you know, I think one of the interesting storylines for us as we get closer to that East-West Shrine game next week is, you know, what position is, are they going to play him in? Is there going to be scouts that want to see him at corner? Are they going to line him up at safety? Are they going to give him looks all around? Are they going to even throw him back there and return kicks again with that 4 4 speed? And hey, you're talking about a strong player here to bring down with the ball in his hands. You heard him talk about benching 400 plus, working out with the defensive lineman, squatting 550 plus. Uh, you know, uh, hey, I'm looking forward to seeing him test and. Uh, You know, if the NFL Combine didn't call, then they missed out on a great player, but I'm sure he'll have a standout pro day and one of the top performances of any safety during the draft season. That's right. I said it. Rick ever telling it it like it is when it comes to the NFL draft. Since 2002, it's what we do, baby. Check us out. NFLDraftBible.com. Again, we got off to a, a shaky start here with the technical difficulties, and if you're just tuning in, uh, this will be available on Blog Talk Radio, on iTunes. What I will do is uh, re-edit it and repurpose it and, and condense it so that we can uh, just isolate the interview with Natrell. So shout-out to OTG Sports. We appreciate Chris and Sarah and Lauren and everything they do. Uh, I want to thank Natrell Jamerson for joining us here on the NFL Draft Bible Player Spotlight Show. Of course, all the good people who support the show. GoParabolic.com, the people at Parabolic Performance Rehab. Defines Fuel Water. DefianceFuel.com, and, of course, Premier Athlete Advisors, Adam and Matt at PremierAthleteAdvisors.com. And thank you all for tuning in to another edition of the NFL Draft Bible Player Spotlight Show. Till the next time, everybody.
0: You are tuned in to the NFL Draft Bible Player Spotlight Show.
1: Yo, stop. Are y'all ready for the jam? I said, are y'all ready for the jam? Yo, G. Kick it. Jam. Oh, jam. Jam.